and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week, um, covering the past two games uh, for, for the past week there, Livingston, the Cup, which sees us through into that quarterfinal, not semi-final now, with uh, Hibs uh, next month. Talk about the Dundee game, it was a hard-fought three points we got there in the end, but was it all so pretty? We'll talk about the game in detail. Uh, we'll talk about, obviously, John Lundstrom for that game, who has really improved and impressed um, me anyway and a lot of the Rangers support and we'll talk about the next two games coming Thursday Sparta Prague away and then also Sunday uh, top of the table clash with Hibs which is going to be a massive massive game so uh, if before we talk about all that if you could like subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel much much appreciated um, so firstly we'll go into the Livingston game then uh, feels like ages ago now uh, but we'll, we'll briefly touch on it we've not talked about it yet so um, the main thing in the Livingston game was just getting through, uh, getting through to the next round, the cup. It was a big step again for the team to, to be able to take one on um, more for last season. We did that, not pretty necessarily in the first half, but second half we came out, Hadji was the difference um, and, we, and we got there. What was your thoughts on the game? Yeah, well, I got to see the highlights mostly because I was working, but I know just what you, you said to us really about how Hadji sort of kind of you know, stood out um, and the goals as well. Decent goals as well. So I no, I'm just happy we're through. We're, we're closer to getting hopefully the first silverware of the season. I hope so. Now that's hopefully I was going to kick on <clears throat> in this cup. We finally get to Hamden again. First time since 2019. A lot of these players again, literally last year, never experienced Hamden or a, a cup uh, semi that. So it'll be another big step. Um but I Hadji was vital. Um to, to how we played there in the second half, come on instantly, made the goal happen, um, and that sort of took a bit of pressure off. We were able to go and get the second goal. Livingston never really done anything, but um, it was happy to see us score a couple of goals, getting into the next round, and then obviously Hibs awaits uh, for his, um, I don't know, actually November time. Um, so that'll be that'll be a tough game. Uh, obviously, we've got Hibs coming up as well, and Sunday we'll talk about later on, but um, aye, it's going to be a, it's going to be an all tough game. Uh, Hibs and Always. Always is, man. Always is. Always is. Um, so that one's in the books. Uh, and then we went on to Dundee, Saturday, three o'clock kickoff, not in the telly. Uh, I was away in my travels. Uh, you, you were able to see the game, though. Um, I was. See, seen the highlights, I've seen the discussion, uh, mm. seen the goal, the penalty save, I've seen a lot around the game. But what was your initial thoughts of, of the game? So? First half, I thought it was, it was positive. I would say it was positive, definitely. Um, I mean, the goal, lovely assist for Alfredo, by the way. What a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy with the majority of the play. I think it was running about sort of 23rd minute where it was getting a bit, maybe a wee bit shaky. Maybe we Goldson, he just took an extra touch that he didn't really need to take. And then mm-hmm. we were just making mistakes at the back for me. Um, him and Tav, Grusom Tusum decided I will uh, audition for um, Dummer and Dummer. So <laughs> McLaughlin, man, he, he put McLaughlin in a a lot of trouble, I would say, really. Um, but our first half was, was positive for me, regardless of the mistakes, obviously, for Golson and Tav, maybe at the back. Um, second half, I was a bit more upset with it. We didn't go and get maybe the second and the third goal and kill the game off. But massive save for John McLaughlin again. Mm. For me, at the moment, mate, he's the number one keeper. Um, Lundstrom is fantastic, I thought, as well. Um, Joe as well. I thought Joe did really well as well. There was a tackle on Alfredo. Um, I think it should have been a, at least a yellow anyway. I can't remember who it was. Don't really know. Mm. Dundee was off the top of the head. But 
I just want to thank Agent uh, Jason Cummins for missing that that penalty. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> now which one? Aye, you know it was it was hard fought uh, Dundee, which is like all our league games have to be this season. It's really hard fought. Like not a great deal of quality shown through, but obviously one particular piece of quality being the goal. Um, great passing move, and then Morelos just a, a great assist over the Aribo. Takes it well, Aribo in front of goal, and that's what I've been wanting for Aribo. Like every time he seems to find himself in the box or in an area where he could maybe pick out a pass or shoot, he so he seems to panic and, and take like, an extra touch of that. <clears throat> so I was happy to see him get the goal. Took it really well, gets his one up in in uh, in the first half, and then for then on, I just heard it was a slog. Um, it was it was just a could... defensive mistake, like missed chances. We really need to be more clinical in front of goal for me as well. Um, one nil obviously gets you all, all the points, but the performance level for me has to has to be there sooner rather than later. Like we can only get better, I, I do do believe, but it's it's been concerning to me how how bad we've been through a ninety minutes rather than like last season where we're just pummeling teams left, right, and centre. We're getting the job done, no worries. Like we were leaving ourselves. Like I think Dundee had. 12, or 12 shots or something like that. So we're, we're letting Dundee have 12 shots. They said, that's the thing I was worried about in the second half. Because I could see Hadji just screaming. He wanted the ball. He wanted to do something with the ball. But to me, it just felt very much the second half. They might have been told, look, listen, sitting in the 1-0 lead. Gerard seems to do that when we go away from home. I feel like a lot. Um, but it's if we get the 1-0 one, one, one going into the second half, it's sort of just be a bit conservative and just try and play out the one now. So for me, I wasn't happy with that. Personally, I, I would have liked to get the two of the three, you know, and just start getting the goals in the net. I do agree with you, mate, but honestly, see some of the mistakes with Conrad Goldson. See if we could now. First bid that comes in, man, I'd let him go, mate. I can't believe that he's still no saying that. What's the, why is the, what's the hold up of this contract? That's honestly, I don't know. Me, man. Like, I, we've, We've gave he's played European football. He was fantastic all last season. All right, cool. You maybe try to look at your options. Like maybe you can go down playing the Premiership. But honestly, see if you're looking at some of his performances so far, I don't think any of them will want to touch him. Uh, honestly, I just think if the guy's not committed, we just need to let him go. I'm so happy that Glenn signed that new deal. Um, the midfield, as I say, I don't think you can drop Lundstrom for me. These guys performing now. As I said to you, as I keep saying in the podcast, you've got to give a player a full season. To actually show what they can do. I uh, hopefully he kicks on for the rest of the season and he's a standout player. But um, so far, the last couple of games, anyway, for me, he's been fantastic. I think yeah. the main thing we need to talk about, Jack, is um, after the game, what were they doing? What yeah. was the whole towel? <laughs> is, that, is that really how you get a shower in Dundee? Is that really <laughs> what you have to do? That I, I thought that was pretty, like, I was like, what the, what the fuck am I seeing here on Twitter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, what you were saying about Lundstrom, 100%, right? I think since the St. Johnston game, when he came on, he set up Sakala. Um, <clears throat> Sakala obviously missed, but for, for that game, he seemed to have been rejuvenated, just like really sort of uh, blended into the squad. And, and it's obviously good to see, because he's a player with a lot of pedigree, we want him to do well. He's taking in a position where... You've got him and Stephen Davis competing for a role, and he's outperforming Stephen Davis now um, for these past few games. So it's it's an annoying one because I feel like me and you should keep him in the squad, but I think Davis is going to come back in for for Thursday, um, just due to the rotation of the squad, maybe. 
Um, and again, Aribo obviously gets the all-important goal, but I feel like he's going to maybe uh, drop out the side as well. He's played a lot of football. Him and Kamara have been mainstays in the centre of the park. Maybe we see somebody like Juninho Bakuna come in to the midfield, although he's kind of been deputised over on the left-hand side. More like we expected Hadji to be a centre-mid, and he's been played out in the wing. It's kind of happening with Bakuna as well. I don't know if they'll try make him into something else, but uh, he seems like sort of like for like replacement for Aribo uh, in the middle of the park. So... Um, maybe that for, for the Sparta Prague game, but uh, Lundstrom has been top, top quality. He's he's just, he's that bruiser sort of midfielder and time, like games like Dundee, if you heard his interview, he said he loved it, he loved the battle. He really likes fucking obviously battling the middle of the park, so um, aye, I'm just so happy for him because me and you have wrote him off uh, pretty early in his Rangers career so far. We've given him criticism, but he's, he's came through that. No, but as I've said, that's everyone, everyone's everyone's been writing the guy off and it's just good to see him proving me wrong I want them to prove me wrong I want you guys to go out there and perform the way that he is so far so it's just not another positive for me even with the Dundee game as well I personally thought Joe Rebo had an fantastic game as well man he was mm-hmm. doing Joe do you know what I mean the guy's just what a phenomenal footballer he is sometimes I know people go on about Glenn Kamara and he, he's underappreciated of that sometimes I feel Joe goes underappreciated and all man those two guys are so important so important man um but who knows? I, I do agree with you. I can see my boy Calvin Bassey maybe drop him out on Thursday and Barisic yeah, coming in. That's another situation where I'm, I'm a bit flustered with. I know. It just seems needless to me. It, it literally seems like, right, Barisic, you're going to play the bigger games. Bassey, you'll come in for the lesser games. Why not just give Bassey a run against Sparta Prague in midweek? I can already see Barisic starting right enough. But right. but that's the thing I'm on about. What's the situation with Barisic here? Is this a situation where the guy's getting the European games and maybe the big games? But he's going to be leaving in January. This is what I'm on about. There's, there's one or two players I'm concerned with where I'm thinking that right, he's out the door. Which, if yeah, that's the case, then I just want my boy, my boy Calvin Bassett to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because Barisic, he's not really hit the heights uh-huh. so far this year. He's, he was really good in the old form game. But apart from that, he's not really done much. Um, and you've always been looking at Bassett. He can back in, make an impact. I just don't know what it is. I just think he might be lacking for fitness still, uh, Barisic. No, it might be, mate, but it's the same way, as I say, with, with Conor Goldson. I know you could maybe say, he always he has the errors in his game, we know that, but it, my thing there is, again, why are we not giving Jack Simpson a chance? Like, the guy's going to make mistakes, but I'd rather he made the mistakes and he learned better for, better for it for the next game. So I don't know where the centre-half position. I know Leon Balligan was fantastic. Again, that guy's honestly top quality, top draw. It's bargain. Um, but no, for me, in terms of the goalkeeping situation as well, I just think John McLaughlin's the number one now. Um, midfield's really tough, isn't it, when you actually think on it? Because when's Ryan Jack do back? That's what the thing I'm thinking about as well. See, well, some of the Jack. Was it, was it um, Gary McAllister that said that after the game Wednesday or Gerald's press conference or something like said Jack should be back in training like the now this week? It's going to be maybe a few weeks till we get him back in a squad right enough. But another one, he just he slots straight right into the starting eleven. Like although he's been out, how however much like eight months or something like that, like he slots straight back into the team. That's how vital he is. He takes a, a little bit of pressure off Kamara, but you can we can drop him out sometimes whenever you need him. You've got Jack there, uh, midfield. You've got Lindstrom, Davis, Aribo, Bakuna now. If we're going to play him there, Arfield obviously always an option. Uh, young Kelly again if you if you need to go even deeper so uh, the midfield's strong you've got your 
your first sort of choices here. I don't think Arfield will see much starts this season, unfortunately. But um, yeah. uh, you've you've got um, you've got Bakuna again, who's only going to improve us, and he came on. Um, Dundee, what was your thoughts on him? I look decent, mate. As I say, I just want to make it a full ninety minutes. I know, obviously, Gerard keeps harping on about the fact that he's not had a full preseason, all this and that, but. I'm just told me gets a full 90 minutes, as I said. It was the same with Fashion as well. It took some time to bed him into the team. I personally thought Fashion should have started the Dundee game. I know Kimar and what he can do, as I say, but I just want to see Fashion get a run in games. And I would like to see Bakuna as well get a run in games now. But um, as I say, the players that are performing, that they, they play in Lundstrom's performing. I think my boy Calvin's performing. Glenn and Joe always perform, so I. It's difficult to drop people. Maybe, as I said, at the upfront options. No. Maybe if you think maybe Alfredo or Roof, you can report those um, guys. But no, I'd like to see him, and especially fashion, mate. I'm feeling he needs to play 90 minutes now for me. I want to see this guy running up and down either the left or the right. Honestly, the pace. Yeah, <laughs> it could be due a start this week. I think when we go into our squads, obviously, for the, the next two games, I think Sakala is going to be vital to, to how we play in both of these games. Um, because it's tough opposition we're obviously coming up against. Um, but I Dundee happy with the result, just looking for the performance to be there. Um, and I we, we move on again. It's another three points. We're still top of the league, that's, which is amazing. Exactly, that's the thing I was about to touch on there, mate. Sorry, is even though we're not playing as well as we would like to play, just remember that it's eventually going to click, and when it clicks, I honestly think we'll fly, man. Mm-hmm. When it does click for us, I do think we'll fly. I really do. I hope so because it's what happened last season. You seen when we hit our rights, like nobody could stop us. And I hope this week, in particular, obviously going into an international break, sadly, um, after after the Hibs game, um, it's going to be two really important games for us to get off the mark in Europe and then obviously stay stay adrift top of the league. So, I I'm looking forward to again now the Sparta Prague away game. Uh, we've been to Prague obviously last year. Um, tough, tough game for us uh, over the two legs. Seen as uh, about, but obviously Sparta Prague had experience against Celtic last year, eight two in aggregate, home and away. <laughs> Although Celtic were absolute rubbish last season, like Sparta Prague have had a really good start to this year, uh, third in the league. Uh, they've only been beat three times. They get beat in the Champions League qualifiers off Monaco, and Victoria Plaza beat them in the league three two. So again, they've not really not had any sort of poor results. Don't know how they've really been playing, but if you're watching them last season, the two games they sell it, they've got a lot of dangerous sort of players. Mobert Carlson was the one that really stood out to me when I was watching them. Lucas Ulis as well. Um obviously I think he got four goals against Celtic, four or five goals against them in the two games. So um it's going to be a tough game going over there. Empty venue as well. Um no no fans due to them having a ban uh, with Europe. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. What's your thoughts going into this? Well, firstly, with the empty fans, I remember last season in Europe. Was it some the Rangers fans snuck in? Was it the game in Belgium? Was it? I can't even remember, but I remember no. Rangers fans. Um, no, it's definitely going to be a tough game, as we said when we previewed the group. Like, no easy games in the group, but we do expect the Rangers to hopefully get the results against um, Sparta and I forgot the Zedinch yeah. team in it. Aye, Bromby. Bromby. Lovely name. I like that Bromby. Can I get a piece in Bromby? Um, <laughs> no, I do expect, I do expect to hopefully get the performances. But this is for me. This is where it starts now. Obviously, Leon wasn't the best best game or the best result, but the opposition were playing were top quality. Um, so let's hope we can go away and 
Hakeem Alruf can score one of them yelters again that he keeps trying to score. I've noticed that. The selfishness I've seen uh, sometimes from him where he's like, nah, I'm going for that again. Yeah, it's a one-trick yeah. thing, but let's hope. No, who knows, mate. I'm hoping for some squad rotation, as you say. We know Gerard. Probably Barisic comes back in. Dave will probably come back in. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see... I wouldn't be shocked to see the two of them come back in, but I wouldn't be shocked to see McGregor maybe come back in and goals. But as we've said, we don't really like to rotate the keeper or the defence that much. No, no. Um, I'm just hoping for a positive result, as I say, mate. Three, getting the three points on the board is massive. And I don't want to be dropping into but can we drop into that conference league? I don't want to be dropping into that at all. I think there is a situation if we finish third. No, uh, I don't want that. <laughs> not obviously a fan of that either if it happens, but... Um, Aye, we should be going, in, going into this game I feel with confidence as well for how good we've played in Europe away from home. Um, going over here is not going to be an easy one, but they drew nothing each with Bronby, and I'm looking at Bronby, they aren't really the best, so yeah. surely we can take something for the game, even if it is. You're wanting maximum points, but the worst thing, came away with a draw away from home, it's not, it's not a bad result. Um hopefully beat them at home but um, I'm hoping we go undefeated against Bromby and Sparta Prague in both legs because uh, I feel like that's where that's where the team will be judged on it's not going to be the Leon game as we said it's going to be these four games um, and I feel like if we get off the mark here it's going to then build confidence going into Sunday because I think that's what Gerard's got in his eye he's got Hibs on his eye on Sunday I think you'll see that for his team um, I would like to see McLaughlin stay but he never really I don't think McLaughlin's ever played in Europe for us I think it's always been Al McGregor. Um, That's right. So it'll probably be Al McGregor again, although I don't like the rotation of the keeper. McLaughlin saved a penalty, kept a clean sheet, just keep him the goal. Like, no, be I know, no doubt McLaughlin's going to come back in Sunday anyway, but I, I don't know. It's just a weird situation with that. Um, I feel like Tavenier obviously keeps his place. He's not been great uh, this yeah. season so far. He's been... I don't know, just when when I was watching Patterson against Livingston before he went off, um, I just felt Patterson's offers so much more for me going forward. Um, and defensively, I just feel like Tav's a bit limited this season. Uh, Goldson, aye, it's, it has been. Don't start, man. It's the, it's the way that he, he'll go to go with the ball and then he'll stop and then he'll just give it to Goldson. Like, Patterson just goes for it fully, mate. Yeah, aye, definitely. Goldson, Hank, um, obviously he'll, he'll start with Balogun. Barisic comes back in for me. Davis, again, probably come back in. Kamara. I'd love to see Janine Bakuna, But for some reason, I'm feeling Scott Arfield's going to start here. Just, I, don't, I just don't think he's going to play Aribo again. No. Aribo's played so much football at such a high pace, high level. I just don't feel that mm. um, he's, going to, he's going to play him again. I'd like to see Bakuna, but I think it might be Arfield, no joke. Um and then Haji, Morelos, and I'd like to see a bit of pace up front. Um, I'd like to see Wright or Sakala and Steady Roof have obviously the option of him, but I think hitting Sparta Prague in the counter-attack with pace yeah. is going to be big for us in Europe, so yeah. I would like to I would like to see that team, would you think? No, I definitely could potentially see that. I couldn't. Uh, if he brings Alfield back in, man, no, no thanks, but... I agree with you, even when you said the exact same for the, the, the Leon game as well. I think Europe definitely, it's more about hitting sort of teams on the counter pace and fashion spaces so much more than obviously we know in Kemal, but this is Kemal's intelligence, as we say, in the box, no matter to beat the right times. So it's a tough decision to make with that. Um, Scott as well, have Scotty Wright playing as well. It's, I mean, there's so many options there. 
which is a, which is a good thing to have. But I I could definitely think he'll he'll definitely have his eye in the Habs game. But he'll know it's so important to get the three points um, in Europe because I'm no dropping into that conference, man. No, thank you. No, no, um, you're wanting to finish at least second in this group if you don't top it. I uh, definitely. Um, I've had Arsfield, man. Seriously, I don't mean I to just be, get a weird feeling about it. Just uh, I, uh, I don't mean to be hanging with Arsfield, but it's like the qualities and coming up now, you know. So, um, I we could, we could see that. Maybe we know what Gerard's like with his teams. Definitely do see Barisic coming back in. McGregor will probably come back in. For me personally, I just think McGregor should have maybe called it quits at the end of last season. But I don't know, man. I just don't no. think McGregor. I couldn't believe that. See, when that watching that uh, Zumalabel game, I couldn't believe that Al McGregor wasn't screaming at people. That really annoyed me. I thought, mm-hmm. bro, where's where's the hunger? Where's the I'm going to slap you if you don't do your job right? There was none mm. of that. So that was concerning for me. That was like, who's that? Is that his brother? Because that's not Al McGregor. <laughs> no, no, there's been a massive drop off him this season. I don't know if that's just cause the age is catching up with him and and that, but. I think he's been protected fitness-wise with, with Gerard as well. I think he notices that. So it, it, I think he will definitely start against Sparta Prague, but um, definitely one to watch out for. And then again, Arfield. I, the reason I'm not putting Lundstrom in, because obviously I think Lundstrom deserves to keep his place, but just what Gerard does, like you can't have Lundstrom and Davis playing the same team. Like, every time they two have played together, Lundstrom's probably had a really poor game. Um, too similar. And if, if one of them, it's going to be, have to be one or the other for me now. It's going to be harsh on either one of them to drop out because they have been great. Uh, obviously, you know, the qualities Davis possesses and obviously Lundstrom, he's getting up there now. So, um, I again, it's, it's a tough one to pick going into Europe because it's with this Hibs game in mind now that we'll talk about, like Hibs at home on Sunday. Um, it's going to be obviously massive. Hibs have had a really good start to the season as well. Um right up up our arse anyway in terms of the league position um, and I'd probably say it's the hardest game so far this season obviously we've already played an old firm game this year but this is going to be a really really tough game Hibs are going to fancy their chances coming to Ibrox with the, the way we are playing at the moment and with the, the qualities they possess it's going to be tough um, and if we win obviously it opens up a nice gap between us uh, us and them so uh, it's going to be it's going to be massive to get the result. And I think he goes back to sort of the team that started versus Dundee, McLaughlin, Tav, Goldson, Balligan, Bassey, I think, comes back in as well. Lundstrom, Kamara, Rebo, uh, Haji, Morelos, Roof. I think definitely going to be the team that starts on Sunday, albeit if we come through with no injuries in, in uh, Thursday. But what's your thoughts on, on Hibs this year? It's got, you think it's going to be a yeah. tough game? I'm the same, mate. Listen, look. Europe, I'm, I'm hoping we can obviously go through and finish second. I don't see us finishing first, but if we finish second, that's that's good enough for us, I think, personally. But this is a game I've got my eye on, really, to be honest with you. It's going to be interesting to see. As you say, Hibs have started off really well. That Martin Boyle seems to be having the season in his life, to be honest with you. Been scoring in the Euro, uh, that conference. No. Um, and it, no, they just seem to be flying at the moment. I know they're unbeaten in the league, aren't they? So, but nice to hand them their first defeat. Um, I expect that. What's his name? What's that wee scumbag they've got in the defence? Portis. Yeah. I expect him trying to big up, you know, trying to get into Morelos and that. I just hope my boy shoves him aside, puts the ball in the net, and gets the hundredth goal in it for him. So. Yeah, you know. I, I I'd love that. Um, no, but I'm all seriousness. It is going to be a tough game. Um, but we're at home. 
as I say, the fans will do their job as usual, we'll get right behind the team for the first to the last minute. It's just all about performance wise, man. And uh, if we could, this would, you know, that would be lovely if this was the first game where Rangers can back out, man. And it's the first performance for the first minute to the last minute where we just go for it. And it's no. the same performances we've seen previously in last season. It would be lovely. I'm just really wanting to see my boy Ryan Jack come back, man. That's the main thing for me. I really want to see this guy come back into the team. Lundstrom as well. That's the thing we're saying with the whole team selection as well. Europe. I think you've got that spot on because we know Gerard, we know what he's like for previous seasons, as we say. So we could see him go go with that. Um, but I just, as I say, I'd, I'd like to see Lundstrom just play. Just give the guy put Thursday yeah, on the no, weekend. Right. That's the way I'm on, man. I just want to see the best players play uh, in the shirt. But I'm really um, a bit concerned with three or four players in terms of their heads. Where mm-hmm. are they just gone? As I say, that's concerning with me with Conor Goldson with a one-year deal. Do you know what I mean? No, he's still yeah. Hanging over, and it's like the guy's got he knows he's not going to get dropped. I saying he must have been thinking to himself, I'm not going to get dropped because there's nobody that, that, that's quite a that's quite a, a tough position to be in for him and Gerard because he could literally have the worst game of his life for like a month straight and he's still going to play every game, exactly. like because he's the like, Gerard's never really brought in a center half to compete with him, it's always been a partner for him. Mm-hmm. and you think about obviously we know Goldson Squall, he's a, he is a top centre half, but um, this this season he's not been at, at his greatest, we'll say. Um, I would just like somebody to come in and be able to take his place if needed. Like, because if he comes, Goldson gets injured, but like, realistically, what are we going to do? Like, he was out with COVID a couple of weeks ago, obviously, we won the game anyway, but we had to land her. Um, Balligan there, you would rather to them. Imagine it's Balligan and Simpson, you're like a bells. Yeah, uh, with the two of them saying half. So it's, just, it's the simple things, but that he makes mistakes. in the Dundee game, mate, he took an unnecessary overtouch, and then mm-hmm. it just, well, that's where he flapped. After see, after that, it was like no, that's that his head was gone after that, and then Tav was making mistakes because it. I don't know. It's it's concerning, but I will honestly, I'm praying my boy Nico Katic comes back in January, and he says to him, sit down. I'm the number one now. You understand me? Shaved head and all. I'm back. Do you know, I think I you back, still get a place to play. I don't know if it'll be in January right enough, but definitely next season, Katic is going to hopefully come back into this side. Because imagine we had them the other now. Like, it, you wouldn't have a problem with... Like, you've got Balogun and Katic to pick for. Simpson's obviously going to be down the pink line, but you've got two of them. You can rotate. Obviously comfortable with Wilson as well. So I don't know. Might have been a bit of a... Bit of a problem with, with Gerard saying him out and loan, but again, the guy needs games consistently, not really sitting in the bench uh, here and there, exactly. playing here and there, I guess. But anyway, back, back to Hibs, mate. Sorry, but no, I think Hibs have been dangerous as well. Right, Chris, what's, it? what's his last name? Played with Motherwell. What's his name? Chris something, it? He was in it. Uh, was he in the MS? What's his name? Cannon in it or something? Oh, drawn a blank. Aye, Chris Cadden. Aye. Uh, he's, a, he's apparently been performing for him. You've always got the quality of Kevin this bit, which. Any team would be lucky to have, to be honest. Um, not sure, and that was at Newman or something, or Newman. I don't even know. Aye, Joe, Joe Newell nearly scored against us last year. You can remember the Al McGregor tipped it around the post. Like, they've had a really good start to this season. Like Matt Macy in goal, um, Chris Cadden, as you said, um, Josh Doig again, and our promising fullback, like Doyle Hayes, they signed Scott Allen, seems to be coming into a bit more. Uh, um, and he, the ideas of Jack Ross, obviously you get 
Martin Boyle, who's our sort of top player. Nisbet hasn't really hit the heights this year, but he's always a threat. Um, aye, they've, they've, got a, they've got a good squad tips, and they're showing this season anyway how how, they, how it can work together. You've always got that sort of fear we have right enough. Like they could either come and do you, or they could either just get absolutely rattled. Like there's really no in-between. Like, um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really tough contest. Oh. No, or, or they could, we could turn it into uh, Karate Kid again with Al McGregor. And... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I still don't understand why you've done that, but uh, just, <laughs> it's just his character in it. Like, oh, he's an absolute, he's an absolute nutter. But um, I don't know if there's anything else to say in the Hibs game. Like, it's just going to be one of them where if we came out to, with all the three points, I'm confident we can then kick on because um, it's the main thing. Uh, that the main thing is I'm not I don't want to be one of them where I'm looking at fixtures ahead, but I'm looking at as I say the games against both teams for Edinburgh. They're always either difficult, especially away from home. Man, I know it's going to be so difficult when we go to Easter Road and then when we play Hearts at Ten Castle as well. It's going to be they're always difficult games for us. Um, but it's going to be one of the games where, as you say, Hibs can either turn up or they'll just get battered. And let's hope they just get battered because that's what we're playing for. Let's hope so, performance, man. I just want the performances to come together. Um, as I say, we're still top of the league. We're into a semi-final. It's not all doom and gloom. It's it's still positive. It's just we want to see the hunger, the performance that we've seen for last... I hate to keep saying it, man, but we've seen for last season. Um, but we just... As I say, I feel like there's, there's stuff going on behind closed doors for me personally. There's a lot of players maybe playing through injury. Like I, I have so much respect for Ryan Kent for doing that when that came out about him. Um and who knows, man, there might be a lot of stuff going on behind closed doors where people aren't at 100% yet. But as I say, we're top of the league and that, the performances will come. I'm confident the performances will come. I just want to see people like fashion come into the team, man. I really want to see this guy get some more minutes. I'd like to see the boys who say Bakuna. I'd like to see him get some more minutes. But you're not, he's never. I never want to see my boy Joe and, and uh, Kamara get dropped, man, because those guys are, are the OGs, man. Yeah. Very, very true what you're saying. Uh, and I, that's really the episode. We'll look forward to these two games coming up, hopefully positive. Um, and then next week, international break. I don't even know who Scotland are playing. Oh, Is it Israel again? Israel, come on. Uh, Israel again. Uh, so, again, they get by that a couple of weeks and then we've got Hearts uh, at Ibrox, which is going to be another top, top test for us. So, Coming through these two games with three points, hopefully is is the, the top priority, and hopefully we do. You know, get a couple. Of, you know, get a couple of agents at Hearts. Agents, mm-hmm. agent uh, it's at Hearts. Uh, Lee Andy, McCulloch, Andy, Andy, Andy Halliday, Halliday, Barry McKay, Barry McKay. Ah, good few, good few. Ah, right, right. uh, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. In, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks, <laughs> um, but hopefully. Hopefully right. the results come for us. And aye, as I said, that's the episode. Um, if there's anything else you would like to... just want to big up my man Cedric for scoring into Bayern Munich, innit, really? Aye, obviously. bit exuberant with the celebration, even though we're 3-0 down. But aye. you can understand, he scored against Bayern Munich. He's going to be... Uh, exactly. So, but aye, big up, big Cedric. It's amazing what can happen when somebody crosses the ball and he's head in it. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a story for a different day but um, I will see you next week now uh, to cover these games hopefully we get the results we want um, aye, and we move on for there so if you could like subscribe that may I very appreciate it cheers